Hello, Dr. Ken Buckle from Grazia Plena. Uh, welcome to the next installment of the series on recovery, uh, videos and podcasts. Uh, some people have told me that um, when I'm showing the PowerPoint slides and talking that I'm in this little tiny box in the bottom of the screen, they can't really see me. Uh, so I thought I would show you just a few seconds of me. I don't know why people need to see me. Um, probably is better for me to be down in the corner in a little tiny box. But um, anyway, I'll start sharing the screen with you now. We'll get things going. Uh, so this this is our next episode, which is um, on humility and recovery. And uh, as always, we're going to uh, start with a prayer. <clears throat> Before we say the prayer together, uh, it's good, I think, for us to have a moment of stillness and quiet uh, to kind of gather our attention into this topic of recovery, uh, to let other concerns go, other problems that we have in our life, uh, worries about the virus and employment and finances and racial tension and politics, let all these things go for a little bit uh, to focus on our recovery and growth. <clears throat> and so we'll take a moment of stillness and quiet to let those things go and to bring our focus and attention to this uh, spiritual and psychological topic. So we'll pause for silence and then we'll have our opening prayer together. So we begin all things in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> uh, if you're watching on video, you can read the prayer along with me. Holy Spirit, we call upon you now to join us in this hour in a special way. We ask for your wisdom and your healing. <clears throat> Encourage and inspire us with clear thinking, understanding, and truth. And fill us with the deep and satisfying fire of your love. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Very good. Okay. <clears throat> so some of you may be listening to the audio-only portion of this, uh, of this presentation. Uh, it's available on podcasts, on Anchor, on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, uh, I record it one time, and then it just magically goes to these different places. Uh, I don't quite know how it works, but it seems to work. And uh, the, the people like podcasts sometimes so they can uh, listen while they're driving or jogging or walking or doing housework, yard work, whatever. Um, others like to watch on YouTube video. Um, so the YouTube video is uh, found by... You can search Grazia Plana Dr. Ken, 
and you can find the uh, uh, the YouTube video presentation and see the slides uh, if you like that way. So the previous episode, we talked about honesty and recovery. And we looked at uh, honesty as being something essential to recovery. Um, Alcoholics Anonymous described it as uh, really a key ingredient for people making change. Uh, and I think they're probably right about that. Um, as human beings, one of our weaknesses is uh, we have this temptation to hide ourselves from God, self, and others. Uh, we, we see this uh, in the, the creation story in Genesis that um, uh, after Adam and Eve were, were uh, tempted, uh, they hid themselves and God was looking for them, you know, said, hey, where are you? Uh, they were hiding because of their guilt and shame. <clears throat> and we, we always uh, seem to find ourselves doing that even now. We try to hide ourselves from God, from our own self, and from other people uh, because of our guilt and shame and our fears and insecurities. Uh, we have a hard time being honest, uh, just part of our, our uh, human nature. Uh, we can learn the good news. We can learn to gradually be more honest through practice, through grace, through some attention to this, uh, and, and finding out and trusting that it's okay to be honest. Uh, that we don't have to be afraid of it, uh, that it, that it was, can be okay for us to be honest and actually brings us health and healing to be honest to ourselves and God and others. Uh, last time we talked about how to practice honesty, uh, some practical ways to do that. And um, you know, it's important for us to, to always remember that uh, any improvements that we might make, any any progress, growth, and spiritual development comes through the work of grace and the action of the Holy Spirit. So grace assists us in this honesty, and uh, honesty helps us in our uh, developing our humility. And that brings us to our topic for today, humility and recovery. <clears throat> I think if you look up humility in the dictionaries, um, what you find may not be too terribly helpful in terms of how I'm going to talk about it today. Uh, the kind of the standard textbook definitions of humility in general, apart from recovery, may not be so helpful because they, they may describe humility as being weak, kind of uh, like something that's connected to being poor. Uh, you, know, some, you say somebody, somebody had a humble background, sometimes what they mean is a poor, you know, poverty uh, background. Uh, humility is linked with being submissive, sometimes being dumb, like not smart. Uh, sometimes humility is, is described uh, as involving inactivity or passivity or even apathy, maybe. Uh, humility is defined sometimes as a person having a low opinion of themselves and even feeling humiliated. And all these, these are kind of negative connotations to humility. Sounds like it's not a very great thing. Uh, and sometimes this belief, this myth about humility is uh, one of the things that causes uh, our society to kind of shun it and push it away and say, no, that's not for, not for me. Uh, I don't want to be with those things. And that, 
that kind of makes sense in a way if those are your definitions. Um, popular culture encourages pride, um, putting yourself up on a pedestal as much as you can, attending to your own needs, making yourself number one, watch out for number one, um, and setting up all these false foundations for self and ego, all these sense of entitlements. Um, I have to get what I want and um, all these things that are associated with, with pride that are kind of common and expected in our culture today. Uh, you know, if, if, if I don't look out for myself, nobody will. So, you know, too bad for everybody else. Those, those are the kind of the things that the culture seems to encourage today. Uh, not humility, but something very different. Uh, in my view and in, in the view of others that are kind of working in the, in the uh, spiritual field or the, the psychological healing field, uh, many of us look at humility as kind of a seeing or knowing ourselves accurately. So, so we, might, we might see our weaknesses. We might see some of our character defects, for example. We might see some things uh, that we would rather keep in the shadow, not in our awareness. Um, but we also see some of the wonderful good things about ourselves, some of our strengths, some of our abilities and talents, uh, some of the, the ways that the Holy Spirit is producing good fruit in us. And so we take all of these things together, all of it, all of it together, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything together, uh, having an accurate view of ourselves maybe is more like what humility is. So you could, you could think of... Um, Pride, thinking too much of ourselves as being on one end of the pole of the extreme. Um, maybe thinking so badly about ourselves that we're worth nothing, that we're useless, uh, is on, on the other extreme of the pole, the other uh, continuum. Uh, with humility, maybe in the middle, uh, humility is seeing that, uh, that, there are, that we have a dignity uh, as created by God. Um, but at the same time, we're also fallen and redeemed by God. And so we have an accurate view of who we are. And that's uh, healthy. And it comes through uh, through recovery work and knowledge and, and, and uh, grace to be able to see ourselves accurately in that way. That's more of the kind of humility that I'm going to be talking about today, not, not the pop culture view. Um, there is a temptation for our for us to see ourselves in a good light. So to focus on what we see as good and right about us uh, and to deny, push into the shadows, anything that makes us uncomfortable about ourselves, anything that raises our anxiety and our fears about ourselves. Uh, so we can have that, that uh, tendency that's not a great thing, but it's very common uh, for us to do that. Um, if we learn and grow in humility, um, that it actually allows us more freedom and openness uh, to see our, ourselves clearly, but also to see other people clearly. Uh, when we have a humility about ourselves, we have a different reaction and response to seeing other people as they are. And of course, our, our best model of humility comes in the person of Jesus Christ. We, we can see through his life and his teachings um, how he was all about humility uh, as a model of who we would like to be, who we strive to be. Um, this, this view of ourselves is open and honest, helps us to be able to reduce def uh, defensiveness. So 
Uh, sometimes people accuse us of something and they blame us for something or they criticize us. And then, whoa, you know, all of a sudden we get defensive. Oh, no, you're, you know, we try to talk them out of it or we argue against them. Sometimes we get really angry and defensive uh, at accusations against us. And if, if we have a sense of humility and we have a confident, uh, clear sense of who we are, then if people call us names or criticize us or accuse us of things, it doesn't, it doesn't matter so much because we know who we are and we feel comfortable with it and we don't have to get so defensive. And sometimes we get to the point even where we just don't even care what people think and how they criticize us if we, if we know the truth about our own self, which is that frees us up and that reduces our stress, that reduces our anxiety and discouragement. Um, humility and recovery really becomes the foundation for nearly all of our growth and healing. It's just a necessary element, kind of like we talked about honesty last time. Humility is another essential part of our recovery and growth process, uh, whether it's it's the 12-step program through uh, uh, getting freedom from addictions or compulsive behaviors of different types, uh, whether it's freedom from mental illnesses, freedom from stress, uh, whether it's freedom from unhealthy relationships or other kinds of uh, unhealthy attachments to things, people, places, or things. Um, humility can be really a, an important foundation because of this openness, because of this willingness to examine ourselves. Uh, it's it's a, just a foundational part of the healing process. Uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, likewise, uh, emphasize the importance of a of of uh, humility in the AA 12-step process uh, for good reason, uh, and we and we see in the first three steps of the 12 steps. So right away in the 12 steps, we see these uh, this focus on humility. Um, we see the idea in the first three steps of I am not God. The destruction and the chaos of my life, all the suffering that I've had. Uh, demonstrates to me that I'm not God, because if I was God and I had it all together, then I certainly would, wouldn't have all this mess uh, that's in front of me. Uh, so I'm not God, but there is a God, there is a good God, a God that uh, has the power and the strength and the ability and the desire to, to provide healing, a God that's a merciful God, uh, just all just God correct, but also a merciful God. Um, and so I... I I have a, a right orientation to thinking of God in that way. Um, and then third, uh, that I will give myself over to God. I will surrender myself to this God who can take care of me, who can heal me, uh, who can restore, redeem me. Um, I will place myself into that, uh, into those capable and trusting and into those uh, worthy hands. I will entrust myself to that kind of a God. Um, so I'm not God. There is a God. It's not me. And I'm going to give myself to that God. That's how the 12 steps begins. That's how any recovery process can begin with these kinds of uh, principles of humility. So what are, what are some ways that we can grow in humility? There's been so many great spiritual writers, saints, and so forth uh, that have taught us so many good things about growing in humility um, and, and so here are just a few ideas for you to consider in your own life and your own growth process. Um, first of all, as with everything, um, we might pray for the desire 
uh, if we don't have the desire to grow in humility, we might pray to, to have that desire burning in us. Uh, we can ask God to place it in, uh, in our hearts. Um, and then we can pray to obtain the virtue of humility. We can ask God to help us on the right path uh, to humility uh, so that we may grow in it. So, so we orient ourselves in that way. And then we sincerely crave it. We work toward it with high motivation. We take action to grow in humility. Those are kind of some good st steps to start right off with. Um, one uh, important way of practicing and growing in humility is to put God first, that to orient our entire day uh, around the idea that God is first in my life. Nothing is more important than God, not my work, not my family, not uh, my exercise, not my food, eating. Um, nothing is more important than God, that ha God has to be first. That, doesn't, that does not mean that we have to pray all day, although Jesus said pray unceasingly. Um, it, it means that we put some time into our day uh, to connect with God, to pray with praise, pray, and worship with him, read the scriptures, uh, whatever kinds of things we might do to place God first. It's just a, a mental and a, and a heart orientation uh, to have God as the primary thing. And then other things can fall into line uh, behind that, which are, which are important to us too, certainly family and work and all these good things. Um, but the idea to make God first daily then teaches us humility that we are not the most important thing and our concerns and our needs and our endeavors are not the most important thing. Uh, a third way is to become interested in the needs and experiences of others. Um, so I become attuned to what's going on with other people around me. That means I'm less focused on myself. Uh, that's a good way for me to grow in humility, uh, to recognize what, what my spouse needs or my children might need my co-workers might need, my neighbors, uh, even a stranger at the store to be attentive and interested in serving others, uh, looking how, looking for how I can help them. Uh, I've seen this kind of in acts retreats. I don't know if you've ever been on an acts retreat that, that you see people uh, interested in service. They, they live that service. Uh, that's, that's a growth in humility. Um, being interested in uh, what's happening with other people. So asking them about their lives, asking them what's going on with them, being tuned in to their issues, their happiness, their joys, their pains and sufferings, all of it, uh, that turns us away from ourselves and, in, and into interest of others is a great, important way for us to grow in humility. Number four, um, we can practice being thankful for what we have already. Um, we can uh, emphasize gratitude and attitude of gratitude in our life. Uh, this is a very important way for us to grow in humility, to not desire more and more and more material things and salaries and bigger jobs and so forth, uh, that we can be thankful in, in, a, in a humble way for what we've been gifted with already. Very important way of growing in humility. Uh, fifth, we can develop rigorous honesty. We talked about this last time, um, but I think it's good to say again because it's connected with humility. Um, when we're honest, we're comfortable with ourselves. We're not afraid to tell the truth about ourselves and to look at the truth about ourselves. And so this, this development of honesty is also a development 
and humility, the, those things are, I, I think, in my mind, uh, paired with each other. Um, the next one is to be open to listening to others, uh, fully present to them. So when people are talking with us or want to talk with us or want to uh, share with us, that we tune in to them, we're fully present to them, we're not distracted, uh, we're not multitasking, but we're, we're mindful and fully present to them, uh, trying to not only listen to their words, but what's in their heart and what's going on with them. Uh, this helps us to grow in humility as well. Um, and then an additional way of growing in humility is to seek advice and feedback from others, to ask other people what they think we might do, or to ask them what they think of us, uh, to ask them for help. These are all uh, acts, th these are things that help us grow into humility. To, to ask for some help um, means I am admitting that I can't do it on my own. Um, Everything I have is because of other people. Um, I, I am not responsible for, for all of the things that I've uh, received, that I've been given. Uh, I, I am not a person that has caused all these things to happen. I have to accept and admit that it's because of the support, the love, the, the assistance of others uh, supporting me that have helped me be wherever I might be today. For any of us, that's true. Um, and, and acknowledging that is a, is a way of growing in humility. Finally, um, another way of growing in humility is to pray the litany of humility. Some of you might have heard of the litany of humility. Um, I don't know, uh, some, some of you may not have, uh, but I wanna switch uh, and um, see if I can show you the litany of humility. Uh, let me get it up on the screen here. And we might be able to pray it together. So let's, let's uh, use this litany of humility prayer um, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. If you're on the screen, if you're on the video, you can follow along on the screen. Um, if you're listening, you can just uh, rec recite the um, responses with us. So we start out, O oh Jesus, meek and humble of heart, hear me. From the desire of being esteemed, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being loved, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being extolled, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being honored, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being praised, Deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being preferred to others, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being consulted, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being approved, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being humiliated, deliver me, Jesus. Uh, from the fear of being humiliated, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being despised, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of suffering rebukes, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being calumniated, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being forgotten, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being ridiculed, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being wronged, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being suspected, deliver me, Jesus. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire these things. 
that others may be loved more than me, that others may be esteemed more than me, that in the opinion of the world others may increase and I may decrease, that others may be chosen and I be set aside, that others may be praised and I go unnoticed, that others may be preferred to me in everything, that others may become holier than me, provided that I may become as holy as I should. O Jesus, grant me knowledge and love of my nothingness, the continuous memory of my sins, the awareness of my selfishness, the abhorrence of all vanity, the pure intention of serving God, perfect submission to the will of the Father, a true spirit of compunction, blind obedience to my superiors, holy hatred of all envy and jealousy, promptness in forgiving offenses, prudence in keeping silent about others' matters, peace and charity toward everyone, an ardent desire for contempt and humiliations, the yearning to be treated like you, the grace of knowing how to accept it in a holy way. Holy Mary, Queen, Mother, and Teacher of the Humble, pray for me. Saint Joseph, Protector and Model of the Humble, pray for me. Saint Michael, the Archangel, who was the first to bring down the arrogant, pray for me. All saints sanctified by the spirit of humility, pray for me. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, though being God, you did humble yourself even unto death, death on the cross, in order to be a constant example for us to confound our pride and self-love, grant us the grace to imitate your example so that by humbling ourselves as befits our wretchedness here on earth, we may be exalted and joy you in heaven, in heaven forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So that's, that's the uh, litany of humility. It's really a great prayer. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that little prayer, and we'll go back to our PowerPoint and, um, and finish up. So that's the Litany of Humility. Um, each time I remind you that we have some resources, especially for uh, working on chastity issues, um, on our Grazia Plana website. Um, you can find it under the About uh, link, and then you go down, it says List of Resources. <clears throat> Um, it starts with some COVID resources, and if you scroll down, you see more books, websites, articles, and things about uh, recovery from things like pornography and infidelity and so other sex addiction kind of things. Um, and then we always close with our St. Michael the Archangel prayer, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who roam throughout the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, the next episode, next time we get together, we'll focus on the topic of making amends to those we had harmed, uh, a part of our recovery process. I hope you will enjoy that topic. Um, and then finally, uh, we don't charge any fee for this program. We make it available to the public for free. Um, but if you're so inclined to chip in 5 or $10 or whatever 
uh, you might be moved to uh, contribute. That helps us continue to put these programs on and continue uh, to run Grazia Plena, with it, which is a 501c3 faith-based nonprofit charity. Uh, and so you're welcome to go to our website where it says donate at the top in the blue banner and uh, make a donation that way. So I hope that you have enjoyed uh, the session today. Uh, God bless you. Have a great week. And we'll catch up next week on Thursday evening or Friday morning when these uh, podcasts and videos are posted. Bye now.